Join us for PR Safari, a podcast by Center for Public Relations. PR Safari, your ultimate guide to navigate the complex PR landscape in Africa. Find us at www.cpr.africa. Hello, my name is Chris Wangalua. Our guest and guide is Alex Owiti. Alex is the founder of Alexander PR. I got to this profession by accident. Let me put it like that. Everyone is getting here by accident. What is wrong? The, the thing is that you realize that our industry, uh, PR is still at its nascent stage or it has grown uh, fairly, fairly well. I started my career as a journalist. So I was working for Kenya Times. That is why I interned. That is why I started my skills for journalism. Then I found myself into business. So now when I was writing for business, then my eyes started opening up. And I'm like, oh, so there are good things that are happening within the business world. And I said, then this is why I need to be. So later on, continued my journey in journalism, worked with uh, CIO East Africa, which is a tech publication. And in that journey is when I got myself an opportunity to meet uh, with the likes of Gina Dean Karaoke, who gave me an opportunity to start my profession. And... Uh, this is where I began as a media executive. Because I was writing for, for a tech publication, I got this interest in just focusing on tech PR. So I got an opportunity to handle two major telcos in this country. Tech PR had not grown so much. People were used to just the usual corporate communications that they were doing. And then went into working with other tech companies like Samsung, the laying of the submarine cable, were of course, companies ah. like Seacom. This opened the world in realizing how technology was actually changing businesses and transforming Africa. I moved to Corporate Talk, was a small agency, worked there as an account manager for like 10 months, came back again to Jinedine, now as an account manager again. After Jinedine, I was able to get an opportunity to work for Gilvey Public Relations. You worked for Usiku Sako. Usiku Games. <laughs> <laughs> Siku games, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, Siku Sako is very synonymous with other things. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but, I, I mean, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll laugh even in my bed tonight. <laughs> you are passionate about technology. Yes. And now things are just becoming explosive around technology and evolution. Yeah. Yes. I would like you to take us through evolution in PR. I would say the past 10 years have been interesting in the PR landscape. We've witnessed a lot of uh, technology adoption. The fact that Africa has grown in terms of adoption of mobile technology. As we speak right now, in terms of even the infrastructure for internet, Kenya enjoys enormously, you know, in terms mm -hmm. of access, yeah. in terms of cost of internet, we're way, way better than any other. If you've traveled outside, you go to some countries here in Africa, you... <laughs> And, the, and this has actually opened new communication channels. We've moved from the traditional channels to the digital channels because we're on the go. The technology today, we're on 5G. We will continue consuming these smartphones and all that kind of stuff because they help, they help in terms of, tra of transmitting that information. Today, a lot of information is released on WhatsApp. A lot of information is now being released on TikTok. But then there's issues also of data privacy, how you use other people's information. This is part of communication. And it's important, even when you're drawing communication policies, to be able to understand what is happening around you as far as technology is concerned. Data, information, big data, and all that kind of stuff. But still, it has also helped us in terms of collecting 
information or data. Today we talk about big data. You what's data and what's big data? Big data is would say a collection of information from a, a widespread locality or region if you like. For instance, if you're analyzing Gen Zs and millennials and how they're consuming information, you need that data to be able to inform your communication channels that you're going to use to be able to reach them. Today a lot of them don't read newspapers, a lot of them don't watch TV or listen to radio. Today you have your Spotify where they're listening to music, you have your YouTube channels where they go there to watch videos and all that kind of stuff. The channels of communication have really shifted from traditional media. And so is your communication strategy and the channels that you're going to use to access them. Even the way of communicating in terms of the lingo has also changed. Today you realize if you're doing campaigns, you cannot just go straight on using English. Messaging is also changing in the sense that um, you don't need to read acres and acres of information to be able to know what is going on. Today people want to read two-minute read, uh, maximum or three-minute read. Unless you're an avid reader, then you can go deeper. Yeah, because the attention span has really changed. Today uh, you could be watching TV and you're on your, you're on your phone or you're yeah. on your tablet. Yeah. Yeah. So people, the attention span has really changed. So the messaging must be very attractive. Today we have shareable content. You no longer just do press releases for the sake of re people doing video releases, you know. And now even with, now talking about Twitter, we have Twitter spaces where people can discuss further more and more about a topic you know, that they saw or they feel they want to give their opinion. Yeah. We no longer need to do opinion pieces to be able to be heard <laughs> yeah. because the technology, I say, has democratized the space. That Anna. reminds me, I remember I was talking to Rex. Yes. And he said, Chris, I'm not coming until I do a press release in Shen. And then we will come and talk about <laughs> it now. That will be my topic. Yeah. You can see a lot of brands have become, they've, they've thrown away what called the traditional way of doing things being very straight jacket, you know, very formal. You see certain campaigns being run by KCB, even Safaricom themselves. We, we've seen very interesting stories, you know, uh, of late, where the digital platforms have been humanized to be able to bring the reality closer. It's no longer just a channel. It's no longer a platform. It's been humanized so that you feel like I'm talking to someone. I'm not talking to a chatbot. And I feel like if I'm talking on this platform, I'm going to get the feedback that I want. Yes. We've been forced today to adopt a platform like TikTok, for instance. Even companies were forced to be on TikTok because of how the platform has been structured and quickly how it can communicate information. And you saw Nation change its leadership because of what is happening on the digital platform. Yes. To be able to understand the audience, to be able to understand the kind of content they consume and how they want to consume it. I talked about the attention span. If you look at New York Times, if you look at Reuters, Bloomberg and the likes. Yes. Apart from showbiz that we've seen the likes of Akode, Akode's wedding going round yeah. and that is what media is pushing mm -hmm. because people like showbiz. People like drama and that, those kind of stories. Some of my friends, for instance, Ruben Odanga mm -hmm. or yes. Selena yes. Uh, yes. Moulton, yes. keeps talking about telenovela. Yes. The way it is structured mm -hmm. is that it is structured to make the poor feel that they can access the rich. Mm -hmm. So you'd see the house help getting married to yes. a billionaire. Yes. And that appears to be how then to get hold of the people who are seated in the villages. Mm -hmm. Because the mamamboga is there. Mm -hmm. The old mama who is also yes. seated wants to watch this. If you look at how they've been brought up, yes. 
that is ideally their lifestyle yes. they've they've grown through all these miseries yes. and not fulfilling the maslow's law yes. and when they see that they imagine themselves yes. Yes. what do we need to do as communicators to get to the level where we understand the psyche of the kawaida person it boils down to insights it's about understanding how that person consumes information where they consume it from how they like to consume it just the way we've talked about telenovelas i think nigerians are a good example Niger- of, of yes of where they started they used to shoot you know movies with very poor cameras mm-hmm. including phones i'm told and it was reflecting on the realities of life and when this was replicated we as africans got to relate with that kind of content that is being produced and that's why when you go down to the village the growth of community tv station and radio station is huge and content that is relatable to their culture and language professor noam chomsky has talked about the power of using language in technology and it's the same thing that we see today from the time you know digital tvs were introduced today you can listen to your radio yes. uh, online and all, all this kind of stuff so understanding that entire ecosystem is critical to your success as a communication person that is the only way you can be able to price your content what they like how they like it yeah yes and so when we were talking about ferdinand and the likes of uh, larry larry mado is that they understood that your audience today in the digital era is not on the remote your audience is on that digital uh, platform and you could be accessing them from a mobile phone or from your laptop yeah so your audience is out there fast ferdinand proved it that he went live and he was able to get 8000 followers within no minute. I think it was within 30 minutes yes. or there about yeah. yeah i don't know if you've seen quotes that are being done with ai ai and robotics yeah so you take like a photo of let's say you take a photo of a socrates and ai does something that like you, you see the person is talking einstein is saying einstein is saying things yeah. yeah and that glues you immediately you see that kind of a, if you looked at a poster and you looked at a talking photo you'd be looking at the talking photo more than the yes. poster and that is changing the way we yeah. communicate a man biting a dog yes. yes with that adoption of technology communication is just changing every day entertainment has flipped things mm-hmm. and so whatever it is whether it is to educate or to inform mm-hmm. you must first entertain i believe so because when you went to when you went to nursery or playgroup how are you learning we had fun we were singing yes. alphabets and filled singing numbers so it tells you that entertainment becomes a critical thing when it comes to the psyche or the psychology of communication mm-hmm. because that is what excites the brain and i think when you go deeper into psychology of communication you look you look at what excites the brain yes more the uh, dopamine the and dopamine you... yeah and all, and all that kind of stuff and, and that boils down to what it, entertainment does even the use of memes people used to see them as jokes yeah yeah but look today kenyans can make jokes out of something very serious and you realize you can be making jokes about the economy with memes but you're communicating something yeah yeah we can be communicating the cost of living is is really bad but you're talking about it from a meme perspective you're communicating yeah it's just that the way of communication has broken really all shifted, yeah. has really broken the rules that you're used to the traditional way of doing things how do we deal with the misinformation disinformation fake news conspiracy how do we deal with this i say we are in we are in the information age but also more importantly is do people access the right information because at the end of the day there is a lot of information flying on social media platforms and even from individuals 
people can share something that has no fact, it's not authentic, and it's being shared all over. And especially media is, media is a double-edged sword because on one end, sometimes they release information. It could be fake news mm-hmm. or it could be misinformation. And then they're corrected <laughs> when they get the right information. Yeah. But at the same time, individuals also share fake news. And there's this urge of everyone trying to, citizen journalism, where people want to break news uh, without even finding out where has this information come from and is it authentic. But we still go back to traditional media mm-hmm. to try and to find verify, out, to yes. verify if the information that has been released, is it authentic, is it factual? So dealing with misinformation, and I think there was a discussion somewhere when people were making jokes about uh, Elon Musk looking for a propagandist. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they ended up saying, you're looking for a PR guy yes, who's yes. going to deal with issues of misinformation yes. and disinformation. <laughs> yes. So we're in this era, unfortunately, where information sometimes, whichever channels they're being used, might lead to misinformation or disinformation for that matter. Constantly recheck. For instance, if a press release went out and it was fake, maybe you check on the website, the original website of the organization, their official Twitter handles or Facebook or wherever to see if that information is authentic. A lot of us guys who practice PR and comms, we forget about Mama Boga. Mm-hmm. If Mama Boga got whatever way she managed to get this information that mm-hmm. was fake, mm-hmm. How does Mama Boga verify? It's very interesting. When I went to Shags, and we were having this discussion with my grandma, where he believes that uh, Raila and Ruto met somewhere in Mara <laughs> to, discuss, <laughs> to discuss the handshake. Okay. How did my grandma uh-huh. know about this? Yet, they didn't even read newspapers. Like, there was a story, yes, uh, that uh, Mashara Gaither wrote, saying that Raila and uh, Ruto send emissaries to talk yeah, on their behalf. Yeah, that, yes. Yeah, they didn't meet. So we still go back to traditional media to confirm or verify if the information that is going out there is authentic. But as you say, you know, there are propaganda, there is a conspiracy. For instance, was that solved? Your yes. mama's... Yeah. Your mama's uh, so I'm here, <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm sitting from, a, uh, from an informed position. Yes. And I hear my grandmother talking like that, and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay... So these rumors we hear in Nairobi or conspiracies, they fly up to the village. Yeah, they do. And if they don't get the right channels, like even let's say a radio station, because a lot of people in the village still listen to radio as a channel of communication, that is where they get, they should get their right information. Otherwise, the young people in the village who have their phones, they have smartphones, and information is shared in WhatsApp groups and everywhere else, they get misinformed. And that is the kind of uh, truths in quote they carry around, spreading around, you know. People get misinformed a lot. I spoke to a lady, her name is Christine Magoma, a 23-year-old, while talking, and I was really pushing her to tell us, what is this about disinformation that Mm. communicators should deal with? Yes. And she said, you know, Chris, the way things are, Mm. if there is fake news about you, you're going to have to sponsor an advert. On social media. Yes. Because how do you contain a wildfire? And therefore it count, tries to counter what was said. Otherwise, you're going to have to rely on, uh, is it fact check mm-hmm. um, and, the, and the likes? Yes. By the way, how do, how do those platforms for fact checking work? I've never checked anything with them. One thing they do is they look at uh, the source of information. Then they counter with whatever other platform that has released authentic information. That's how to counter. If, for instance... Government said they were going to do ABCD. Either you fact check with the government itself, 
through its communication channels or you look for a statement that was released officially that actually stated the facts as they are because that's the only way yeah. but i was i was thinking about magoma's uh, idea that is one idea to do mm-hmm. but again if the person who is being let's say maligned is of prominence remember today on social media if you are prominent you have a lot of followers yeah if you are able to counter something it will just go away because yeah. people will say okay we saw his twitter handle or we saw his facebook page or we saw his linkedin page and this is what he or she had to say about this issue and so if whatever you are countering could be people have doubts or they think you're playing games or something it is upon you to be able to release the facts as they are to be able to counter what is going around or you can do some of these things 10 years before So for instance you could be saying the things you do you could humanize yourself mm. you could have a CEO who does mm. podcasts yes. so that the day a crisis happens yes. everybody is in your defense <laughs> everybody is actually defending you yes. because they know what you say yeah we always say that on your narrative tell your story before somebody else tells your story or don't allow anyone to tell your story tell it yourself and tell it early enough and tell it early enough and in a more authentic manner because if you don't tell it somebody else will tell your story it will not matter how they tell they, they say it the way things are going yes. we probably are going to end up with a scenario where we will reach every single stakeholder wherever they are yes but i'm trying to find a way where i can reach alex and ronald here and all those people and i know that they read my message how do we do that i wonder if you look at how some of these platforms have been designed even in terms of analytics you can close a campaign within a certain region and you're able to tell okay fine i was doing this campaign around kisumu i was able to reach this number of people but if you were to go detail by detail because a lot of these phones can show location and all yes. that kind of stuff you can go deeper into that analytics technology now allows allows us to do that yeah thank you very much alex thank you very much uh, thank you for having me